0: We are live perfection, hopefully. Yeah, that was good. Perfect. Cool. Start casting. What would I cast? Oh, cast Twitch 2. Just Kim can just throw it to the TV in the lounge and Kim can just watch us <laughs> as we're podcasting. Like, what the fuck is going on? Why am I watching you in the Why have you interrupted whatever drivel I'm watching at the moment? Um.
1: Start. she might hear you. I <laughs>
0: Acc- Accidentally, have started casting. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. right. Let's get going. Okay. Welcome, friends, to tact Up, the podcast, all about video games and beer. I'm one of your hosts, Ben, here with Lucy. Hello. Hey. It is episode three hundred and sixty-five. Uh,
1: That's how I, many I days are in a year.
0: Exactly, exactly. I was going to make that <laughs> make that point, and then mm. I think I got an episode wrong about ten or fifteen episodes ago, and I'm like, it's three hundred and sixty-five, and it definitely wasn't. <laughs> and I and I definitely like you've got an episode for every day of the year, which actually now you do. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants to go back a whole year's worth? It's, a, it's an undertaking a year's a year's worth of episodes at uh, two hours ish mm. an episode just I don't recommend well <laughs> uh, I mean we've had some we've had some bigger swings in the last couple of weeks some sure. bigger uh, ticks on each of the episodes sure. popping up so we've got a few more listeners hello well, thank you new listeners let' us know if you're around and you're listening come and join us in the discord or talk to us over on Twitter at tank and listen to us each and every week where you can hear me drink some beers and Lucy talk about some games. Because that's the dynamic at the moment. Because um, i played nothing, as per...
2: Um,
0: even even when I said that last week, I had played something, and I played a little bit of The Last of Us Remastered. This week, nothing. Yeah. Haven't yeah. even turned anything on this Damn. week. Damn. Um, but I have drunk a few beers, and I'm going to drink one this evening. Um... I was away at the weekend, another reason why I haven't played anything. Uh, but I went into Tesco, because it's the only shop, big supermarket, kind of up uh, or down where we were staying. And I haven't been in Tesco for ages. They had a bunch of new beers in, so I grabbed a few. Um, a couple of new ones from Vocation, a double IPA, which was very nice that I had the other day. Very, very sweet. Um, but tonight, another beer from Vocation. Um, It's a bit more Easter themed. I know we're a a week or two out of Easter now, Mm -hmm. but this is a mint chocolate stout, which has been barrel aged, and it is 12.2%. And I thought, I've got to try it. A 12% beer in the supermarket for like £4, £4 £4.50. This could be the worst experiment ever. Mm -hmm. It could be absolutely (laughs) amazing. Um, there is a little bit of flavor text. So luxurious minty and bittersweet flavors give way to a sophisticated after dinner style, dark chocolate enhanced by barrel aging over nine months in bourbon. That's, that's it. That's everything. It does come in a snazzy bottle instead of a can though, as I suppose you would expect from a sort of a a barrel aged stout. Um, that nose was big as soon as I as I cracked that. That's big. And I can see a load of sort of steam, a little bit of maybe carbonation coming out from the top of the bottle as well. Um, lovely nose. Definitely getting a, a lot of that mint off there. But a little bit of roasted chocolate as well, which is very nice. Um, I was going to look for a date. Uh, but I don't think... Mm. There is one. There's nothing printed or stamped on the bottom. Oh, there is. Ooh. So I've got the 17th of January 2024. Right. So hopefully it's a start of year brew, potentially. So maybe, you know, maybe three, four months old at this point, something like that, but it's a stout, So you'd expect it to still be good Yeah. after all of that time.
2: Yeah.
0: A little bit of carbonation, as yep. I... Poured, little sort of brown, bubbly, fizzy head just off the top. Okay. Um, well, very, good. very sweet. Yeah. Even even here, as I'm pouring, sort of, you know, half a foot away from me, a lot of uh, uh, notes coming out of the glass. It's very, very sweet. So there was a nice tone coming out of the bottle. Mm. As soon as I poured it into the glass, it's like a... Um, and I know we get this with a lot of kind of stouts that have got a bit of carbonation to them. It's got that sort of cheap, flat, coke kind of mm. smell to it. You know, that kind of sweetness. That very sort of artificial level of sweetness to the nose. It it looks incredibly thin as well in the glass, which again is kind of expected... At the the price point mm-hmm. and for maybe a bit more of a mass-produced sort of uh, um, beer, it does say on there that it's a special release, which I would imagine means that it's more uh, uh, just limited in the, in the quantity that was kind of brewed. Okay, it's not as thin.
1: Okay. Mouthfeel. That's that's good.
0: Hmm. It is, but it's not. It's not thick. It's not viscous. It's it's edging between uh, um, kind of thin and medium, so it's not kind of water. It's not you know flying back, but it's also not that kind of decadent smooth mouthfeel <laughs> I would want from something like this.
1: So that would be my arch nemesis.
0: In <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's an interesting flavour. So. I think the nose does it a little bit of a disservice because I'm not getting that cheap Coke flavor mm-hmm. on the taste. I am, however, getting a little bit of mint, a little bit of dark chocolate, and a little bit of a more woody kind of whiskey in there as well. Okay. Something a little bit of, well, I suppose it's more bourbon. It is It has got that sweetness to it. I'm trying to work out what's a bit of sweetness... From the barrel aging, what's maybe a bit of sweetness from whatever is giving it that mint um, element to it? Mm, but
1: because I don't like mint. Um, oh, do not. No. Okay,
0: okay. Um, I, I, I mean, they call it a, a mint chocolate stout, and it is very after Yeah, I mean, if you don't like mint, have you ever had an aftertaste? Yeah,
1: sadly. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, no, I just can't do mint with chocolate. I can, the only thing I can do mint is is like in a writer or with lamb. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe say I cannot do... I can't do herbs and fruits with chocolate <laughs> most of the time. It's just <laughs> not right, you know? Um, a fair, box of... Uh, what is it? Quality Street is like my worst nightmare. Because mm-hmm. you don't know what any of them are. <laughs> and then if you pick the wrong one, like the strawberry one. Uh,
0: oh, mate. I, I, after eights strawberry quality street um, send them my way mate I will devour that god, shit god it's
1: disgusting <laughs> how does anyone No nah, do mate, it? nah I
0: love it my teeth scream at me every time <laughs> yeah. I do it but I, I, I like those flavours mm-hmm. and I kind of like the flavour in this bit mm-hmm. as well um, it is minty it has got a little bit of chocolate but it's again it's really dialed down none of this mm-hmm. is, okay. is that big the kind of the overarching minty flavor mm-hmm. which is probably the driver in a lot of this it sticks all the way through and it it's giving me that little bit of confusion about whether there's a bit of sweetness from the kind of the burble, bourbon barrel aging or whether it's maybe from sort of something else that's been brought in to make that sweet minty kind of flavor mm-hmm. because it has got that little bit of of creaminess to it that you get from something like an after 8 because it's like a fondant in it isn't it rather than it kind of being um, mint flavoured sugar essentially (laughs) Um, and that is kind of what this is and as I say the nose does this a massive disservice um, because it's so much better than the nose gives off and for you know 12 odd percent Mm. 12.5 12.2 Twelve point two percent for a four odd pound, four fifty pound um, stout. If you like those flavors, you can't go wrong with this. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Um, it's going back pretty quickly, um, so I'll, I'll probably pour the rest. That's interesting. Just let it sit for a moment. How on earth did you find um, that in
1: Tesco?
0: <laughs> just on the shelf, right. Um, <laughs> what else did I pick up I so I had another vocation the other day which was a dipper mm-hmm. um, which again I think that one said it was a special release or a special okay. edition or yeah. something like that um, so maybe a one off brew potentially um, I've got a northern monk mm-hmm. uh, which I th- which looks like a patrons northern monk um, as well I haven't double checked uh, I just saw some ridiculous art and I'm like cool okay. I'll get that one as yeah. well uh, what else did I get so there's one more that I might save for next week um, to, to drink so I'm trying to be you know, a, again Kim's still on maternity I'm trying to be as frugal as possible <laughs> so beer choices are limited at the moment to um, sort of more local stuff which is a little bit cheaper and then what I can get in say the supermarket. Or something like that, mm-hmm. uh, and Moribobs Bob's has been atrocious as of late with sort of new releases. Everything that's been in there has been in there for like yeah. a year. Now. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, yeah. It's 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 funny how they have these. Well, like, I guess that's what people who go to supermarkets like, though. They like consistency. They don't like yeah. going there yeah. and saying, saying, "Where's my faith from Northern Monk gone?" You know what I mean? So. I guess, you know, these are craft breweries, maybe they don't have the chains in place and the logistics in place to get, like, anything new to there. It's just Mm. like, okay, we have the contract with Sainsbury's, with Morrisons. The Holy Faith or the Faith is going there, and then... Yeah. yeah, everything else is too much of a logistical nightmare to get in a supermarket, yeah,
0: perhaps. But. Yeah, potentially, potentially. I mean, I've been buying um, sort of as, a, as my regular kind of something to drink through the week, um, just like a multi-pack of Korev, um, <laughs> which, which is the St. Austell Lager, um, multi-packs of, uh, what did I drink the other day, of the Brooklyn Brewery Pilsner, um, which I found out. From, from the advert actually which uh-huh. I randomly saw they've got an advert for it um, is brewed here in the okay. UK. Right. Um, so contract brewed somewhere mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to find out where that is exactly um, and who's doing that for Brooklyn. Uh, they've probably filled the space BrewDog have filled the space that Cloudwater have left from them not being brewed anymore by BrewDog up in uh, 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 for the sort of Tesco's because Cloudwater are like nah we're done with BrewDog thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't know if Brooklyn have thought about that, but um, they might not be. It might be someone completely different, or they've got their own operation over here, uh, which would be the best of uh, um, the best case scenario, I suppose, um, for supply into these supermarkets. So that's kind of been the the multi packs sort of thing that I've been kind of sure. hitting up. Or, or there was a can Camden Pale uh-huh. uh, again. When my brother was up for the bank holiday weekend, um, I brought a big multi pack. It was like £11 because it was on sale for like 12 cans. Just like, cool. I'll buy that. And I brought two packs of uh, six six cans of, um, or two six packs of Korov as well. Mm -hmm. Um, It's all like four, four and a half percent beer in it. Uh, And we absolutely demolished it in just a night. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So it's just, we just sat there like, just doesn't touch the sides anymore, does it? <laughs> sort of 4.5%. You can start at, like, midday yeah. and go until, like, 11 at night on 4% beer, and it just makes no difference. No, Whereas yeah. when we start at a beer festival uh, at 11 in the morning, <laughs> and you go, should we Should we have this 13% <laughs> sour that someone's made? really Because the, the first beer. It's the breakfast. Why not? You might as
1: uh, well. It may be ro- you may, they may have run out by the time you circle back around to that. Exactly. Fence, so... Exactly. It's the only thing that just keeps me standing up all day though, probably. Anything that fuels me. All that sugar. <laughs>
0: That's it, it's the yeah. sugar. Yeah. It's the sugar, yeah. yeah. Good. Um right, I will drink this and we'll move on to on to games. Mm. Well I won't. I'll just sit and be an an, an active participant, in, <laughs> you know, in your week of whatever you've been playing.
1: Yeah. Um. Gosh, I know one game I played. Didn't play anything before that I was I was you know, circling around on mm. the uh, old Steam Deck. So let me get up Steam. Um, I played a game called Hook Two, which is the sequel to Hook. Not the uh, um, Peter Pan film with...
0: Uh,
1: yeah, unfortunately not. I mean, there's probably an NES game for, for Hook <laughs> or something. Um, no, Hook's,
0: Hook's got to have come out much later than the NES, surely. Yeah, but it was probably they still a,
1: probably yeah. put it on there because it was like, <laughs> no, you know, we don't have the budget for this, can't make it for the SNES. Uh, let's just dump it on the <laughs> NES. Um,
0: It'll be you'll find that there's this really obscure Sega Saturn, yeah. hook game or something like that. Let's, only, let's, only three people had played.
1: Let's have a let's let's Google this because I, I really yeah. want to know hook. Um, what year was it? Ninety three or something? No, ninety one. Oh,
0: no, it's got to be okay. earlier. Yeah,
1: because uh, ninety one video game. So look, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was right it's the NES <laughs> in 91. Uh, okay there was a, there was the side scrolling platform game for the NES. And Game Boy uh, released in the states in 1992. Subsequent side rolling platform games were released for the Commodore 64 and the Super and the SNES. Um a 91. Uh, in '92, that came. Wait, right? how how how
0: old how old is time? Um.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but there were beat em ups in <laughs> 1992, followed by uh, followed by versions for the Sega CD, Sega, Sega Genesis, Sega and the, CD, and the, and the, and the right? Game okay. Gear in 1993. Yep. Graphic adventure point click game. Oh, now this I want to know what that is.
0: There's that was, no way. People were playing Game Gears in 1993.
1: <laughs> you know what? I'm still playing. All, you know.
0: Yeah. Sega Masters is still I, well into the. I game, mean, so, so uh, actually, I thought Game Gear was a late 80s uh, handheld, but it didn't actually release in America and Europe until 1991. Wow. Well, Released almost sort of nine months earlier in, in Japan mm-hmm. in 1990. But you know, maybe a couple of people playing it in '93.
1: Yeah. Right. Um, maybe. I'm on abandonware looking at this point. Click, bench game, because that sounds interesting. <laughs> um, maybe that I'll play one day. Anyway, um, yes, Hook. I was playing a game called Hook Two, uh, which is, as I say, the sequel to Hook, which is uh, the, a yeah, the small little puzzle game, which is just about. Um, basically clicking on things in order uh it's okay. basically like all these crisscrossing and intersecting lines and um each one connects to like uh like this nodule this circular nodule at the end and um some of them have hooks so some of them overlap and interconnect so it's like basically pulling out it's sort of, remember that um that game where you had like swords in a barrel and i think you had to pull them out pop up pirate yeah or like a or like jenga it's like pulling out mm-hmm. the ones you know first and none of them like smash into each other and you basically yep. got like three tries and if you do that too many times it ends the level and you restart um but yeah hook 2 is basically hook one but in 3D so you're like sort of like okay. manipulating the screen and you can see all these th- things in like a 3D uh, environment so yeah it's pretty much the same game um, mm. I think there's about 100 levels it was just a, not mind numbing but like something that I didn't have to think too much about and just worked, yeah. you know, massage that bit of my brain just enough uh, to, you know give me a good 2 hours worth of Puzzle solving,
0: so nice, nice. And um, we, you must have spoken about the original. Yeah. The, the the logo, instantly, <laughs> kind of reminded me that we have spoken about this previous Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah. And
1: it's a game yeah, but, that uh, I uh, think appears on like a lot of, uh, you know, bundles and collections on Steam, hmm. and often on sale. So yeah, like historical low here is fifty two pence for the first hook. So so yeah, it's just it's just a good little game just to be like pop into on, on Steam Deck, smash out in a couple of hours and like that will satisfying. So yeah,
2: yeah,
0: nice, nice. Mm-hmm. I like the, the the idea that it's changed kind of its perspective. Yeah, I mean, where can yeah. this where can a two D puzzle game go? <laughs> well, actually, it can become kind of three D. Yeah, uh, and suddenly that does add that extra dynamic. Did you find it harder?
1: Uh yeah, with uh, yeah, the,
0: with the change. Yes, yeah.
1: yes, because um, things. Some sometimes you have to just line up things the right way, and it's just like just getting the right angle. So, mm. so yeah, it was a bit more challenging in that respect. But yeah, otherwise it's just it's just a very simple uh, concept, and yeah, it, it's yeah. it's cool how it's like. Where do we go from a two D game? Make it three D. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, that's a hook. Uh, Did I play anything else on Steam before I get to Coffee Talk? Oh,
2: Part Two,
1: Episode Two.
0: Episode Two. Yeah,
1: yeah. Hibiscus and Butterfly. Okay. Um, I'm I'm super early on. I should say before, but let me have a look. Did I play anything else? Did Juicy Loose Nine play anything else? I haven't finished oh, Vampire Survivors. Getting my <laughs> achievements uh, <laughs> the, for Microsoft. The, the DLC. Robots. I haven't got the DLC yet. Um, okay. I'm questioning I should buy it on Xbox. I mean, I'm going to end up buying every DLC for Vampire Survivors on Steam and Xbox at this yeah. point. Yeah. But in terms of getting achievements, I think, and, uh, I think I'm going to buy it on Xbox because it works out <laughs> fifty pence. No, it's one pound fifty on Xbox, and you get fifty rewards points for every achievement. And this is—I don't even know how many achievements, but it will. I'll earn my money back, basically. Right. Yep. Because <laughs> that's how uh, this sick, sick, sick mind thinks. <laughs> Um, in terms of getting Microsoft
0: Rewards points. Well, they, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, um, on Steam, it's currently ten percent off. It's no, one pound it? forty three. Okay, I'm gonna go buy because that because it's here. priced at, at one pound <laughs> fifty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what I find absolutely incredible
2: mm-hmm.
0: is that Vampire Survivors, which you know, a, a hit from last year on lots of people's kinds of Games of the Year, as a very simple product. And we've absolutely loved it. We've been hooked mm-hmm. at playing Vampires Fighters. And it, it came out sort of almost out of nowhere with its first DLC kind of pack. And added, you know, another map and a load of characters and some more weapons. And we were like, oh yeah, it's like £1.50. Cool, we'll buy that. Um when you go on to the new one, Tides of the Vascari, uh what a ridiculous trade. Yeah, it's so it's good. <laughs> it's like a
1: nineties like, cartoon. I just I absolutely just I just, I just want them to make a full on cartoon of Vampire Survivors. I, I,
0: My, I, ne- I Netflix will be fucking all over this. Yeah,
1: because the, the the Castlevania one was really good. So
0: yeah, yeah, just and it's, it's very much in the same sort of style. Yes, uh, they're, they're, they're kind of a trailer mm-hmm. as the as the Castlevania anime that um, came out. I suppose what well, like four years ago now. I suppose, mm-hmm. uh, um, but. Uh, yeah, it's you can you could see Vampire Survivors very easily, um, being very episodic yes. in terms of focusing on different characters with an overarching narrative mm. and, and stuff like that. Um, so, fuck the rest of the games that we've been playing. Let's just talk about a Vampire Survivors <laughs> anime for an hour. <laughs>
1: I'd love to. let like to will no. it into existence. Um. Absolutely, best best game of twenty twenty
0: two. Best anime of twenty twenty four. Done. It's, it's
1: fine. <laughs> I mean, I'd love it because it, it is just Castlevania. So yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Konami ain't doing it. Poncle can do it. So yes, i I've, <laughs> I've just bought the uh, DLC on Steam. And I'll probably nice. go buy it on Xbox too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, coffee talk. You want to talk about coffee talk?
2: Yeah, let's talk about yeah. coffee talk.
1: I, I'm super early. Like I only started playing it today, um, and really the reason I put it down, other than having a headache and just wanting to sleep, was mm. because I was just like, I I want to be in like a relaxed state when I play this game. Because this game makes me relaxed and I want to feel relaxed okay. playing it. I. It, gosh, when did the first one come out? Um, definitely spoke about it on here and think yes, spoke about, about it, it yeah. t- most recently on the real left field off topic uh, episode me and Adil did a couple weeks ago, which, you know, is probably a titled, or it sh- at least should be titled, the coffee episode. When we talked about coffee for over an hour. Um, that
0: episode is on Adil's hard drive, oh, and nowhere else.
1: <laughs> well, well, we'll release it as an addendum to uh, my coffee talk part 2 uh, <laughs> review of sorts. Um, but, for listeners, <laughs> when the coffee episode does eventually come out, me and Adil spoke about coffee uh, for about an hour straight um because he's <laughs> yeah. very into his coffee and very knowledgeable about he it is. yes and um i've only just started drinking coffee um or at least trying it it's not be- going to become mm-hmm. a daily thing or anything but i think you know i didn't even plan this but i'm just clearly just genius because um it just makes coffee talking better just now that i know what i'm you know um, all nice. these different drinks are <laughs> you know? mm. um, what, a, what the difference between an Americano and just a shot of espresso is and what a latte is and what a cappuccino is <laughs> um, so yeah it's, um, it, it's it's like returning back to a you know just a nice little like a little nook in your favourite coffee shop that's what it's like playing Coffee Talk Part 2 I think it's pretty much picking up not far from where the last one ended, like, it's still got the same characters, and um, it's not too far advanced in what I can remember was their lives back then, but, um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: yeah, it's, it kind of reminds me of, um, you know, the YouTube channel, like, the chill vibe, chill chill music to vibe to, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You can just have that on in the background for ages this is just the very... It's like a moving s- screensaver of that, you know what I mean? And that With, like, mm. dialogue, and it, it, it's pretty much a visual novel. I mean, the coffee-making, I, I don't think it's really changed from game to game. I don't think there's any...
2: Okay.
1: I mean, there's new drinks that you can do, um, but I don't think, in terms of the mechanics of it, don't think that's changed too much. Um... The only mechanic that I have spotted very early on, I must say, is um, the fact that you have access to this little drawer behind the bar, and it's like, okay. oh, I, someone had given me a letter to give to another character, so I'm wondering if that's going to come into play and sort of be like diverging storylines or... Or scenarios mm-hmm. where it's like I can choose to give a character something, or I can choose to hold on to it, or something like that. Um, so I'll be interested to see if that any, any you know choice elements are brought into mm-hmm. this game. But um, no, it pretty much <laughs> is. Well, well, it's called Episode Two, so I think it sure. you, you know it, it's just a direct continuation from where the first one left off, and um, you know it's got the same UI, same. Same beautiful art style, the really striking pixel art. It's in the same setting, which is a bar that's open late at night in this
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, slightly mundane slash slightly fantastical world where there are like people with, you know, horns, <laughs> and, like elves and, you know, this and that. It's set in basically Chicago. But um, yeah, <laughs> it's. I think, I think it may actually just be Chicago or something like that, but but I mean, the game starts off with, you know, saying, like, we're in different times now, where, you know, a lot of historical things in terms of, you know, race and gender were were mm-hmm. set in stone, but now people have started to think critically about it. It's basically the 90s, you know what I mean, where there was a bit of hope um, before it all came crumbling down, where people started to... Uh, you know, uh, question things,
2: Mm. and
1: not only question things, because obviously that's happened for the whole of time, but there was hope on the horizon. (laughs) But, um, that being said, I think this game is just really, like, slice of life, visual novel, dialogue, there's no no high stakes, there's not going to be any drama as such, you know, nothing, life or death, it is just it doesn't have any messages to give as far as I can tell. Right, like like the okay. first one, it just seems like, you know, this is just like pleasant dialogue that happens in a coffee shop. You know what I mean? It's, it, you know, people going about their lives. And like, like the first thing that I came across was just, um, this, this, um, like horned boy was, um, you know, stating, like, D- doesn't this coffee shop have any, like, social media or anything, um, social media presence, like, so on Instagram, how can I, you know, take a picture of this coffee and post it for you and advertise mm-hmm. for you? And, you know, it could have used that opportunity to be, like, a bit snarky about whole, you know, influencers and stuff like that, but it's just pretty much down the middle of the road him saying, like, yeah, I'm a bit of a influencer and that's That's it. It doesn't, doesn't, you know, like, poke fun at him or anything like that. It's just, it it doesn't really have anything much to say on, like, how, you know, small businesses live and die on, you know, their social media presence now and how you have to always be on the gram and this and that. It, It doesn't really give any of those messages. Maybe you can read into that yourself, but I don't think it exactly... Push, pushes or forces any kind of beliefs on you or anything like that. I just think it's
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's like reading a a oh, I'm not going to say her, it's no, just like a book that has nothing you know, n- n- just like a kid's or a teen's book it's just like, you know clueless or something like that it doesn't really have any overarching messages or something like that. It's just you know, interesting like little Bits of dialogue about slice of life, you know, for people who come and go from the coffee shop. Um, Mm -hmm. And I say this not not to be disparaging. I, I like it. I like it for that. It's like I know what I'm getting into. I know that I can just sit back and relax and not think too much about the outside world or you know current affairs or you know the status quo or anything. I can just enjoy sitting there maybe with a coffee, maybe with a cup of tea, just in, in in my little chair and just enjoy it, you know what I mean? Without having to think about other things. Like, So, yeah, it's as I say, I don't know how much it will differ from the first one. Mm-hmm. And I, think, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think people who liked Coffee Talk will probably just want more of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, they probably absolutely, won't want it absolutely. to divert too much from... What the first one
0: was, um, but it, it's an interesting kind of play. Or Coffee Talk Two kind of finds itself in uh, in an, both an, an interesting but also sort of devastating place. Yeah, uh, because the yes. creator of the first or the, and the writer of, of Coffee Talk uh, passed away yeah, last year. Yeah, incredibly sad. Um, what was his uh, Muhammad something? Muhammad um, Fani. Far, far, yeah. Um, so it who knows how much he'd written of this already Mm -hmm. for it to then have to someone someone else to maybe come in and fill in the blanks sort of thing and and flesh it out a little bit or whether it was all sort of you know fully developed and and if actually this will be taken any further i suppose you know if if it was planned that there'd be more episodes and if an episode three may or may not kind of go ahead um but it'd be interesting to see the more you go through episode 2 how much it, it kind of, not necessarily apes episode 1 but but potentially builds on a little more with the story and it, and it does start to maybe get into a little bit more of, of putting forward sort of messages and, and things like that um, or, or whether it is just okay actually we don't want to push the or, or change the direction the game was going now into something different someone else taking on the project to be able to finish it off kind of thing we don't want to impose our own things on this so let's just keep it how it is just finish it out and and kind of be able to release the product so it's yeah i I, I think on such a small game when the kind of creator and main writer passes Mm -hmm. it must be hugely devastating yeah first for, for for everybody involved um But then very difficult to kind of pick up Mm -hmm. and and move forward with.
1: Mm -hmm. No, incredibly sad. And I was just thinking when the opening credits started, I was just thinking, you know, they're going to have a, you know, probably going to have a nice little tribute at the end and stuff. It's just
2: incredibly
1: Mm -hmm. sad, you know? But, um, you know, it's nice to see that it did come out because if this is his lasting legacy, like these games, then, Mm. you know, it's good that we can still enjoy them. And, you know, it's just. It, yeah it's really sad really really sad because you just think what a nice little pleasant game and for such um terrible circumstances to be around it it's just yeah it's heartbreaking but mm. but yes yeah, so i was also thinking the same thing it's like how much creative input was you know is retained and um so but you know immediately first on it's it, it as i say it's like you know, just going back to a comforting place because it's just you know, it's well written. Mm-hmm. The, the the pixel art is fantastic, um and the soundtrack is great, you know, just it's just calming. It's like it's yeah. like instead of I, I don't know, going to a, your calm app or something like that and just play coffee talk. You know what I mean? It doesn't even matter if you're not not a fan of the dialogue or whatever, it's just like it's, it feels like being in a coffee shop that you know and love and feel comfortable in. Just that's why I, 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 I like it, and I'm I'm really looking forward to jumping back in because it's just like I want to just be relaxed, sat down with a cuppa, and play this. Um, so yeah, and and usually I have to be in like a sort of kind of particular mood to want to play like games that are very wordy and just like visual novels and games mm-hmm. where you have to read but this is just like i'm in i'm always in the mood to be chilled out you know? yeah <laughs> could always do with that so so yeah this is just one, one where it's like yep this is um one that i don't want to blast through because i just want to be in this space i want to be back in this world but mm. at the same time i am just going to smash through it especially cuz <laughs> You know, you can you, use a dialogue. Um, you can even, you know, skip through it as soon as you finish reading skip through it. Or it can just play automatically like a good visual novel. And it also gives yeah. you a transcript of everything that was said. So if you miss anything, you nice. can go back. Which I can't remember was in the first one. but um, yeah. But yeah. Um, it's, it's
0: a nice yeah. feature. Whether it was in the first one or not, it's okay. always nice. It's always good, yeah. To be able to, yeah. to, to, to track back through what's been said. Yeah,
1: but um, yeah, the the... the coffee making aspect of it doesn't seem to have changed much but as I say
2: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm at the very start of the game where there's not many ingredients there at the time so um more of those will obviously be introduced um like you know I think I've only got like cinnamon sticks and milk at the moment right you know maybe a few lemon rinds will end up in in the pantry at some point but um but Some yeah, pumpkin. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so uh, yeah, looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's coffee talk part two. If you enjoyed episode two, rather, if you enjoyed the first, mm. go play the second. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be, yeah, I'll be you, back hopefully been... next week, or the, if not the week after, because hopefully I'll have something else to talk about next week. But um, I'll be back with full impressions, a bit more substantial in the
0: future. Cool, mm-hmm. cool. It'd be good to, to definitely kind of keep on it once you've you've got through because yeah. lots of games have tried to kind of not occupy this space but uh, uh, have kind of run through this Almost uh, um, being a not a barista necessarily, but sort of um, you know there's a red strings club where you yeah, are uh, yeah, yeah. No, really a, a, a barkeeper, um, and that very much you know, deconstructing very much go into social commentary and mm-hmm. uh, and, and even personal kind of commentary mm-hmm. as well in, in a lot of their games, and. Coffee Talk has always seemed like it occupies a similar sort of space. Yeah. Um, and there's the kind of cyberpunky. it's like Valhalla or something like that, isn't it? But it's not, it's like Vah Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that a,
1: Valhalla, I think everyone knows it yeah, as, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So.
1: I need to play that still.
0: Coffee Talk kind of has its own, you know, it, it's got its own sort of space. It, it takes it to kind of almost this, you know, our or at least a contemporary kind of time, Mm -hmm. just in a slightly different dimension, I suppose. Mm. (laughs) with lots of different kinds of characters and races and sexual orientations, I would assume, Mm -hmm. and all of these kinds of things, which would be ripe for that kind of storytelling and to be able to actually convey kind of message. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the idea that actually uh, this one has this drawer at the back of the bar Potentially is mm-hmm. the kind of um, sort of the, the 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 driver to the story almost, or the the element of intrigue, yeah. which can open up lots of different levels of this. Um, is an interesting kind of mm-hmm. point for them to be able to spin off and and for you to go. Oh, you know, someone's given me someone else's ID, uh-huh. and I have to give it back to them. And maybe someone else comes in and asks for, it and it's not them. And uh-huh. there's all these morality kind of issues around you give it to them and all this sort of stuff. It it, it seems kind of ripe,
2: yeah, yeah,
0: for that. So yeah, be, I, I, I kind of want it to, just from what you've said at least from the first hour or so or two hours, kind of want it to step up, yeah, and to go, yep, cool, we 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 are going to get heavy into this sort of shit,
1: yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be interesting. Like, um, and I hope it does do that. But at the same time, if it doesn't, I'm like, all right, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's also yeah. fine. You know what I mean? I, I think there is other games that I, I don't know why Coffee Talk like holds this um, this this particular place in my brain where it's like I don't hmm. need it to be to have a message. I don't need it to say anything. I d- I, I just don't need that. I, maybe yeah. it's because of the dressing around it. it like this is a very calming game with a nice soundtrack you set in a coffee shop nice little pixel art it is basically cheers the game like yes <laughs> but it's just like maybe that's why i give it a bit of a pass because i think everything else about it, it just has this calming demeanor maybe i don't need like so much social commentary in my games it's not that they're too chicken shit to do it or or you know that they failed miserably in the writing I don't think it's mm-hmm. that I just think it's like you know nothing too heavy we'll, we'll, we'll push the envelope a little bit but it's like no 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 come back come back come back I want you to be relaxed but <laughs> as I, say, I don't I don't see that as cowardice or not believing in your own convictions or you mm-hmm. know writing or beliefs I just feel it's just to chill out. I, just, yeah. I do enter a state of just zen when I'm playing those games. So, but um, um, yeah, it's
0: interesting. It, it, it is. Um, just so people know, um, Valhalla, it's not called Valhalla, it's called VA 11 Hall A um, Cyberpunk Bartender Action. Mm-hmm. It is Valhalla. currently on Steam. Part, yeah. Part of a bundle called uh, the Long Story Short Bundle, which has Valhalla, Red Strings Club, Coffee Talk, and then uh, Pester Quest, which isn't a game I'm familiar with, um, and Monster Prom as well.
1: Okay, that's, so. that sounds like a good heap of games.
0: Yeah, a good, a good bundle. Um mm. To get that kind of experience I suppose that very yeah. visual novel yeah. level of stuff so.
1: I really want to get around to Valhalla I swear it's in, oh, is it not in my it's not in my okay I thought it was in my library yeah. but I'm
0: probably I'm, I'm sure it must be in some kind of itch bundle somewhere yeah <laughs> it's got to be it's
1: prob- <laughs> probably own it on switch or something That's what I did a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, When something. I didn't want to play on PC, because, you know, Switch is cozier. Especially to play like a bartending game. Um, Mm. When I didn't want Mm -hmm. to play on PC, I bought it on Switch. Now I don't play my Switch. (laughs) I've got a Steam Deck. (laughs) We really need. In this magical world We need this cross-buy screen Where if you bought it on Switch They're just like, here's a code on Steam
2: mm. In this
1: magical utopia Probably somewhere in, in, in Coffee Talk This magical yeah. utopia exists But not, not here on real earth Um, Or at least cross-save cross would be nice at least You know what I mean? Just like, onto cheat codes yeah. Look, I've got here in Elden Ring on Xbox. Just copy over <laughs> my build and this and that and let me play on PC. You know, just let me do that instead of having to build a whole new character or something. So. Yeah, yeah. One can dream, Ben. One can
0: dream. Absolutely, absolutely. I, mean, I don't know how the tech would work, but it's.
1: I mean, we're getting there. We're getting got there. A be, it's got to be possible. I, I there are games that, that do it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just want
0: in and every game. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, it's it's very much when the uh, the information is saved sort of uh, server side, mm, yes. isn't it? Rather than rather than locally. So lots of games like Hearthstone and those sorts of things will allow you to play it on multiple devices, mm-hmm. but logged into an account. Yeah. And so it kind of knows. I, w- I was actually looking because um, uh, I've fallen off playing Marvel Snap a little bit on my phone. Um, Whether I could play it on Steam, um, which you you know the the game is there, um, but whether my account would come over, because when I log in on my phone, it's with my Google account. Mm, Okay. So does it just allow me to do that on? steam when i get onto the game i don't know maybe i'll report back next week maybe it's something okay. i'll investigate yeah. in the uh, you know over the weekend or something yeah. um but
1: that would be nice wouldn't it that would be very nice
0: absolutely yeah, yeah very nice it seems like it'd be easy to do
1: mm. that's why like you know i i like xbox and what they've done recently like with just like mm. xcloud or or mm-hmm. like whatever. You can just play your PC games on PC. I mean, obviously, a lot easier with Xbox and Microsoft and PC or and stuff like that. But you know, just 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 make my life easy, please. <laughs> you know, I, I, that's all I want. That's all I want.
0: My life be easy. That's <laughs> all so you need. Done. Just yeah Easy. Yeah. You can just basically lie in bed and whichever the closest device <laughs> yeah. is, it doesn't matter. That everything is on it, mm-hmm. it the same save state as it was on yes. the other thing that's next to the toilet. So you never actually have to carry anything anywhere. One can just be here to use. One can just be there. To I use. Mean, one can be by the toilet. It just doesn't <laughs> matter anymore. That's
1: how I like to live my life.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Whatever device <laughs> is closer, I'll just go. Oh, maybe I'll play. Maybe <laughs> I'll play the game by or the analog pocket.
0: Yeah, yeah, just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did read. There is a Sony handheld uh potentially from what people're saying in development, but one that isn't like a continuation of the p s p and the vita uh basically just a a mirror to the to the p s five so essentially what you get kind of through remote play on your phone and p c and even even PS Four, you can even have a, a PS Four plugged in in a different room, yeah. And use an app to play PS Five games, and you know, it turns the PS Five on. It just basically streams it to it. Um, and I don't know what the point of that no nah, uh, uh, be.
1: The only the only way I could justify it in my mind if it was cheap, like very cheap,
2: mm-hmm.
1: like maximum seventy five pounds.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: yeah. it works as well as. The much maligned Wii U tablet, because
2: <laughs>
1: generally that Wii U tablet was was really good to play games on from your TV. Mm-hmm. Like it, the what was the resolution of that screen? I can't even remember, but the game still looked good because it was such a small screen, and especially if it was like a Nintendo first party game, looked good. Uh, really low latency and. That's how I played quite a few games on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't remember what the range of it was. Uh, probably a couple meters. Uh, in fact, probably a bit more than that. I'd probably say.
0: Yeah, maybe like four or five meters. Like you can you could sit yeah. back on the couch. Yeah. Um. You know, the the consoles over there behind the telly yeah. or something. Yeah.
1: And I remember playing it in a different room in the house as well. So it was like. Okay. You know, it didn't have to be like. <laughs> directly from the TV. Mm. But um yeah, so but even then that was what like ten years ago, jeez. Ten years ago yeah. the Wii U came out or whatever and it's it's like even though you'd expect technology to have advanced a bit further, like things like you know, just tethering like a mobile device and trying to play um, what's on my Xbox? That can be. I, d- I just don't do it because it's so spotty. It's just much easier just playing on iCloud. Um, yeah. And just, you know, using their servers rather than my own Wi Fi connection. Because mm-hmm. even though my Wi Fi is much better than it used to be, I remember when it was. Was it Virgin who we were with? And it was just awful. Just woeful. Um, even though that's a bit better. It's still not ideal. Like, even playing from the cloud, sometimes I just, you know, get to pop my achievement each day and just load up Vampire Survivors on the cloud. I mean, I imagine quite a lot of people playing that game, so the servers are a bit... And it's not the best experience. Um, It's a bit... Not even a bit, it's very choppy, that game, Mm -hmm. sometimes. So it's like yeah I mean I mean you don't have a Playstation 5 but say if you did would, would, mm-hmm. do you think that would come in use to you I like, um, I
0: I think it would uh-huh. definitely Um, you know if we're sat in the lounge and Kim wants to tell you for any reason yes uh-huh. having something that was you know bigger than my phone <laughs> that was potentially you know if it was kind of that way and sort of three times the sort of the, the the length at least with I suppose a built-in kind of pad around it because you can get kind of the the backbone pads that sit yes. around yes. your phone can't you and, and various other controllers yeah that I've do that got a sort of thing. clip on my um,
1: xbox controller and that's what I use
0: yeah 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 and so you've got that already for the phone so yes okay if it was you know nice and ergonomic and it was, you know, around that steam deck sort of size, mm-hmm. with a reasonable screen to it. Yes, absolutely, I, I I could see that. But you're probably they're not. You're not catering to anyone who has their um, PS5 kind of plugged into a, a, a PC setup, you know, to a to a, to a to kind of a dual monitor setup or something like know. that. Because why would they do that? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's more for people that have to share a TV almost yeah or people that you know maybe do want to have the convenience of sitting in bed and and playing it um and doing something like that but i would think that and i imagine it would be quite hard to do on a very reasonable kind of cost basis that actually they should be hitting something closer to the steam deck Mm. so it's a separate device yes you have to have a kind of a ps we don't have to have a ps5 just make just make it like a portable ps5 the graphics and all the settings are just lower Mm. um it's not as good as the the ps5 in terms of sort of its optimization and those kinds of things as i suppose for more intensive games are on the steam deck versus just playing them on a on a top kind of spec rig uh it seems like that's the kind of thing. And again, rather than coming out and going, it's a PS Vita, it is a different spec, so we have to make completely different games mm-hmm. for it. Having the same library, absolutely. That is needed, I think, if you're going to start to have different kinds of devices. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, for me, if it was... if it, Let's say I can get a PlayStation 5... Uh, when Kim's gone back to work and we've got a little bit of extra cash, it's around Black Friday. It's just after my birthday. I've got a load of money saved up, and it comes down to four hundred quid. Cool, PS Five. Easy. If this time next year they then released this handheld, or it's or it's available kind of in the new year, um, and it is sub a hundred pounds. Absolutely, that yeah. seems like a good kind of uh, um, purchase. Okay. If a whole bundle comes out and it's five hundred quid for a PS5 and this plugin, and I'm pretty sure we talked about this, we 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 had this conversation Mm. before the PS5 released. Mm -hmm. That actually, how good would it be if this if this existed? You know, if they had the Wii U control pad (laughs) built in with the with the PS5. Listeners, that episode absolutely exists. There is a discussion about this somewhere. Stop. obviously they, they just listen to us and yeah. they're like yeah okay yeah maybe we should do that um it's just taken them you know like 4 years to do it or something <laughs> yeah. like that um yeah. but yes absolutely if it was you know low tech um it didn't have a 2 hour battery life on it and constantly need to be charged mm-hmm. now that's the key as well it would be the battery life yeah yeah um,
1: because when you start factoring battery and i mean it couldn't possibly have like much storage on it because Mm. Then you're talking money and yeah, it's just, (laughs) and it's just, you know, going into, oh, we're doubling down on the cost. (laughs) A wild Kim appeared. Cool.
0: She did. I don't think she quite realised that the camera was pointed at the door.
1: (laughs) Bless her. (laughs) Because, yeah, I was like, it's it's the is the door handle moving? And I was just like, oh, "Yeah, that's another velociraptor coming it's to a get ghost. Ben." It yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it would, as you say, starting to put like battery life and storage mm. and a nice screen. This is just adding cost, and I mean. I don't think Sony are a fan of selling things at a loss. Um, no, so yeah, it'd probably be, end up being a couple, a couple hundred quid and just thinking uh, probably not the right market. like if you're because people are looking at light like switches and Steam deck mm-hmm. and it's like these things can do everything I want, especially like the Steam deck is a PC. The switch is also a home console that you can play. Yeah. Just having something that just mirrors a screen, I don't. I think people will maybe laugh them out of the room and laugh them out of the yeah. market, it, it, especially if it isn't cheap. Um, yeah. Because yeah, just having a redundant second screen is nice in practice. Like I say, if I had, uh, if if Xbox came out with that. I'd be like, yeah, cool, I can play it in bed now. But um, mm. if it was pricey, you're just thinking, what's the point? I'd rather play X Cloud on my Steam Deck. Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And I wouldn't put it past Sony to come out mm-hmm. at, at a completely poor price point. Um, you know, I think they've struggled with uh, PSVR 2. Um, mm. Again, with the idea that X number of PlayStation Fives, which have been in short supply, maybe not for the last six months, but but previously, then to come out with the PSVR two and go, well, okay, yeah, sure, we've got like a, I have no idea, but a two, a ten million install base. Mm-hmm. It won't be ten million, but a ten million install base.
2: That,
0: the PS Oh, VR okay, okay. originally yeah, yeah. with like an an 80 mil PS4 install base yeah. sold five million. Oh,
1: okay. So
0: we know that it's I, I I'm making this up. All oh, right.
2: Okay. <laughs> um,
0: you know. Yeah. So when they go, I I just think it's the wrong time for them to go. Cool. We've got like a 10 million install base. Actually, there's only like maybe a five percent attachment rate yeah. to you know the to the VR. So we've only sold. Five hundred thousand units. I think. It, I think they've actually sold something like the only stat I do know is maybe they've sold about three hundred or three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, last I PSVR heard, two
1: hundred thousand, but that was a few weeks ago, maybe. Yeah, so, I, yeah I think possibly. it's about three hundred thousand mm-hmm.
0: that they've sold in 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 the, this sort of initial Which for me, period.
1: It sounds like. I think they've done all right. Obviously, it hasn't hit their projections, but I'm just thinking, mm. cost of living crisis, like absolutely. Uh, it's an expensive piece of kit. Not a lot of new games are going to carry over. This is definitely for enthusiasts and VR enthusiasts and tech yeah. enthusiasts. Yeah,
2: it, it, yeah I think it's it's the wrong done all
1: right, <laughs> but obviously not not what they would have projected. I'm, I don't completely,
0: Sony, so completely. I don't so know. anything else that kind of comes out as a peripheral mm. for a console. When a lot of people have probably already got it plugged into their TV and they just sit on their bed and play, yeah. or it's plugged into their PC already um, and it's only mirroring a screen, that's going to be a really hard sell.
1: Yeah. 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 Especially mm. when you're thinking the people who probably have a PS5, they probably have a Steam Deck or a Switch as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're probably thinking. Mm, why would I play God of War on a second screen? The little indie games that would probably work best on this second screen already on mm. Steam, already own on Switch, you know? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And and, and and the people who don't have those additional kinds of platforms to be able to play it on, probably only playing one or two games a year yeah. anyway. Playing you know, FIFA. They're the, they're the Call of Duty <laughs> or the FIFA kind yeah. of or the Madden sort of players. That pick that up and then might go. Okay, yeah, I will pick up mm-hmm. the Last of Us or God of War or one other kind of game mm-hmm. to see them through, sort of for the year. Uh, so it's yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know. And at the moment, again, PlayStation have not, Sony's not announced anything. This is all kind of secondhand rumor yeah, true, and true. not 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 necessarily speculation. Uh, in a, in a sense, it is, but founded at yeah. least, founded in some kind of evidence um, and, and, and people kind of coming forward and saying that stuff is being developed, so really? yeah it just seems very odd uh, what uh, what we really need is like Guitar Hero again and that kind of plastic trash <laughs> <prefer>. <laughs> that um,
1: kind of e-waste you to, yeah. to, you know, to, <laughs> to sit here and just
0: strum very tiny yeah. guitars, little, <laughs> little banjos like, really small
1: well, well, although what that being said, like if they, if PlayStation came out with a like a proper handheld, say like the Switch or something, mm-hmm. would I be enticed? I. It's hard because like the games that I would play on PlayStation are their big blockbuster Spider and God mm-hmm. Gods of Wars, and yeah, I I don't think. I don't think I would be.
2: Because,
1: um, mm. you know me a sucker for a handheld. Um but I I'm I'm just waiting for those games to come on Steam and then I could play yeah. it on Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah,
2: absolutely. <laughs> to be fair. Yeah.
1: But um I don't know, like you, you know what, if they call it the Vita two, I'm first in line. <laughs> you know. <what> I mean? <laughs> just but just random again, the, v- the Vita two. <laughs> I, I,
2: I
0: don't know how much um you know, the Vita and the PSP, kind of, uh, the price point that they released at. Um, I think the Vita was quite expensive, wasn't it? PS Vita um, release price. uh, Let's see. It was $250. So maybe a yeah, the oh, Vita. Wow, okay. that isn't so too
1: bad, though. yeah, I thought, that to was... be fair, oh, sorry, it was a proprietary storage that was very expensive. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's like
0: hundred quid for a memory <laughs> card or something ridiculous Jeez. like that. Yeah. Um, UK, it was two hundred and thirty pounds, and I was gonna say that it's probably okay. A three G enabled model was two hundred and eighty pounds, mm-hmm. um, and I would imagine that if we're if they're creating a handheld in the vein that we're talking about. It's got to be about that price point, right? It's 250 oh, to 300 quid. I mean,
1: yeah. that seems cheap now, relatively, because everything's so expensive now. Mm. <laughs> like, back then, what was that, 2011? That probably would have been like, okay, you, you may be pushing it a bit, because yep. cause, I guess the PlayStation 3 was notoriously expensive. but. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, the Switch... Was three hundred, I think. So, so yeah, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: and has it, and come down a lot, though, hasn't it? The, the kind of the original model, now because <sighs> yeah, they had OLED the refresh screen. with the OLED screen yeah. and stuff like that, mm. didn't they? So, yeah. Um, how was much was the Steam Deck?
1: Four hundred, I want
0: to say. Was that? A, did you get the top no, model or the, or the, the mid the, mid, the mid the model?
1: Bottom, the one with the least right. storage. Because it's like I'll just buy a memory card. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that was 400 from what I can remember. No. Um, I think Adil got the. Did he get the middle tier one? I think. Yeah, how much was the Steam Deck? Was it 400 or 500? Just again, know just know. just
0: having a look. Uh, oh, yeah, it'll be on Steam the website, Deck, won't it? From um, Steam. Uh, it is. So the bottom model is 350
1: quid. Oh, okay, that's And it's
0: 460 about. pounds. Right. And then the top one is five hundred and seventy pounds.
1: Okay, okay, yeah, I got the the middle one. Out of stock, eh? Mm. Hmm.
0: The bottom one's out of stock. Yeah. The other two you can get in a week or two. I mean, if you just got five hundred quid lying around. I
1: wish. Um. Yeah. The carrying case is nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but again, it's all of this sort of stuff, isn't it? you know, could could PlayStation come out with a, not necessarily, and it's not a Steam Deck competitor because you'd very much have to be in the PlayStation ecosystem already to have the library to be mm-hmm. able to play, even if they went, this is a Steam Deck, but for PlayStation 4 and 5 you know, it is your PlayStation library mm-hmm. available on a handheld do they then come out in a similar kind of vein and say, well it's got you know, there's, there's two models, one with a limited amount of memory and isn't the, you know uh, uh, not necessarily uh, storage memory, but kind of like RAM. Because um, I think Steam Deck does that as well, doesn't it? Like The difference is, is uh-huh. in its working memory, not necessarily its um, uh, kind of storage. So uh, they come out and say, you know, if you want... This is, this is almost the PS4 version. You can play PS5 games on them, but they don't look great. And then this is the PS5 version, which will give you an equivalent kind of view... And a PlayStation 5 is uh, 450 quid. And this is a handheld, which is a PS5 and is 450 quid. It is not a mirrored yeah. screen. You haven't got to have a PS5. This is it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, 5?
0: I wouldn't bother buying the console. I'd just buy that. <laughs> yeah. like, it's just, it comes out and it's it's 450 quid. Yeah, well, and it's the same price as a console. The Fuck it. Fuck yeah, I think that's the four hundred eighty. Is because yes, it did go to, up. It went up um, to four hundred eighty.
1: Yeah, thanks, only. But um, yeah, yeah. I, as I say, call it the Vita Two, and I'll buy it. You know what I mean? But but yes, you're right. It's like, well, I guess I guess it's what you treasure most. Is it the mm. convenience and the. The uh, portability, or is it like the, the pure guts of the system? Which,
0: yeah, yeah, you
1: know, everyone has their different priorities. Um, absolutely, you know, for me, who's only playing probably the big triple A games on PlayStation, um, I just want them to redesign that hideous thing and then maybe I'll consider it. <laughs> um, redesign it knock 200 quid off a it, slim version maybe yeah, yeah maybe maybe towards the end of the generation if anything well I don't even really know what games are coming out um, beyond spider-man so I mean we've done sequel mm. city hopefully they'll they'll have a few new titles um, you know like last generation when they had several new IP so yeah
0: they do it this this time round. Yeah, you've you've got to see, kind of, it it is going to be sequels for a while, like Spider-Man 2, um, which is kind of like Spider-Man 2.5, isn't it, if you consider that it's Miles as well. Um, There's uh, uh, shit, uh, Ghost of Tsushima 2, Mm. Uh, that's got to be being made as well, because that game did ridiculously well. Insomniac are making that Wolverine game, which is a PlayStation exclusive, but that's maybe... Still another two years away, mm-hmm. possibly twenty twenty-five, maybe. Uh, God of War, I think, is probably on the back burner, but Santa Monica no. is making a new game as well. So there's mm-hmm. something completely new coming from them. So I think it's maybe a mixed bag okay. over the no, next that's good. say that's good. four or five yeah. years Cause, potentially. Because it was looking and, like
1: sequel city and nothing else for mm. a few years ago, but that, so that's good.
0: And it, what I what I think will be the interesting point in this console generation. Is how I think Microsoft and Sony will diverge from each other now, and I think we're more likely to see a a a PlayStation 5.5 or a Pro model in maybe two years, and that actually the PlayStation 5 lifespan as a system is similar to the four. You know, it's Mm. like an eight-year, a ten-year sort of cycle because of covid and those kinds of things whereas i think microsoft because of the way that the series systems have been selling and isn't up to maybe kind of expectation and isn't as great and they're maybe pushing on the lost leader of game pass and something like that Mm -hmm. potentially shifting what they're doing and releasing maybe more of a refresh you know it's not the series x 2 or the Series X Pro or Maybe whatever they would go and it's no kind of series. Because <laughs> I don't know they, they what any just, of them are called. <laughs> absolutely. You, you, you've got to imagine that Microsoft are just sat there like, let's just make an Xbox. Let's just in, in 2024 let's just put the most powerful machine together as we can <laughs> and yes we need a lower version because we've done that with the, the, the S and the X and we've seen lots of people come in with the S and they're very hot on Game Pass and we're generating money, we've made more money from them, from buying an S and constantly subscribing to Game Pass as if they just bought an X mm-hmm. and bought one or two games a year, we've made more money from them in this way, we've got to have a two tier system, but we now come back and we have just got Xbox and Xbox Lite
1: Xbox Series C, C for Cloud <laughs> <laughs> no. They, they they should have nipped this in the bud several years ago. Absolutely just, they come up with they're just gonna double down on it,
0: aren't they? There will be a series S <laughs> two and it just means stream. Uh it's just like well, oh, X Y. Please, please.
1: <laughs> series XY Only for the boys. <laughs> and
0: again, it'll be it will be the Xbox XXX and it will be Vin Diesel just on all the marketing <laughs> everywhere. Oh no wait, Ice Cube. Is it Vin Diesel or it Ice was, Cube? It was both one of, of them. the two? Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> the second film, I think, had Ice Cube.
0: <laughs> so, if it, it the, the Xbox <laughs> XXX2, it'd just be Ice Cube constantly everywhere, like,
2: yeah. It's so strange to have shit.
1: Ice Cube in it. Was Ice Cube ever like an action movie star, uh, or was that like no. literally the only one? That, I, I think that was of, his. Like, Boys in the Hood and shop. I don't see him as like. Absolutely.
0: You know. Boys in the Hood. Very different tone to barbershop. And Friday yes. as well. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. He, he very much moved into that kind of comedy. Yeah. and uh, I don't remember I think in
1: any action films at all. Triple
0: X was, was his kind of I could do action. And he it's did Triple X too. like, I don't really want to do action anymore. <laughs> yeah. nah, fuck
1: that. Bizarre. He could have been the new rock, but just never worked out for him. <laughs> yeah. The old rock. <laughs> yes. I mean he looked old in that film already. Yeah. I mean, so Mm, doesn't have the youthful yeah, look yeah. that Vin Diesel quite had but uh, there you go um,
0: absolutely absolutely however mm-hmm. his son I can never remember his name but his son who played him mm. in Straight Out of Compton
1: very good
0: mm. very I good I still actor.
1: need to watch that film but I, got, I got the oh, oh, Straight Outta 3. Compton's so
0: good yeah I need to get right um, to it but yeah his his son um, O'Shea Jackson maybe oh, that's, that's um, Ice
1: Cube was oh, it? Mm-hmm. are you sure? pretty sure oh, O'Shea Jackson O'Dell or is that or is that a, is that, a um, that might be like an NBA player <laughs>
0: Ice Cube's son's name there we go uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr there we okay, go okay so it's just Jr um, yeah. oh sorry it's um, O'Dell Beckham um, yes. So I, Ice Cube is O'Shea Jackson. Yes. Um, and his son is O'Shea Jackson Junior. Okay. Yes, so they're both. Good. So we
1: were both right. <laughs> yes, we were absolutely. Um,
0: but yeah, uh, um, you know, yeah, I haven't seen him in anything else since. Uh, oh, he's
1: been so, in films. He's been in. Oh, oh uh, Junior. Junior. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Oh,
0: Considering okay. how well he did in, um, you know, but portraying. His dad, yes, fine, um, but yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't seen him in anything else. Well, and he absolutely should be.
1: He's not poor, so he'll be all right. <laughs> you know, I think, I think, he, I think he'll be all right financially. <laughs> if Hollywood I'm aren't giving him a break, sure. it, I don't think it matters too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um,
0: <laughs> insane though mm-hmm. that um, straight out of Compton came out. Eight years ago.
1: Just, I'm poor. I haven't, I haven't, I'm, I'm bad. I haven't seen it. (laughs) I've got the DVD just sat there, and because I got it for free or something, when Sky were just giving out free movies or something, I was like, give me that. I want to see that. What did I do? Not watch it. So.
0: Do it now, mate. Put it on
2: now.
1: (sighs) It's on the list. I always think, like, one of the films which it's just like, oh, should I watch it? It's like, I should watch that. It's even been on, like, Netflix, and it's like, no, I want to watch the DVD. Yes, it was. Yeah, I yeah, want yeah. to watch the DVD, because I got the DVD for free, and free things taste the sweetest. Even though I'm watching free on Netflix that I didn't pay for. It's <laughs> <laughs> it just... <doesn't...
0: laughs> do, um, do any of your devices play DVDs anymore?
1: Uh, yeah, the Series X... That's what it's called. Okay. Just, the, the newest Xbox, um, <laughs> and the one before it, Xbox One X. Those both for the play DVDs. I think there was something wrong with the DVD drive though on one of them. Okay. Maybe I should look into that. Because I think yeah. I just <laughs> oh, this isn't working. I'm very angry and frustrated. I'm just going to put on the other Xbox worked on the other Xbox, and then... Yeah.
0: You'll find, it, like, Straight contents Compton's probably in the other Xbox still. Uh, just <laughs> just yeah. never been turned on again. Like, oh yeah, this does work, turn it off, and I, just I never touch it again. I think
1: that's the penultimate Mission Impossible film that would have been in there. The one with Henry Cavill, <laughs> who I couldn't tell was Henry Cavill, because he had a moustache. Mm. A moustache, so, yes. if anyone says... You know this Clark Kent kind of thing. When he puts on the glasses, you it's clearly him. But it's like no, just take a mustache or, or glasses, you can't tell it's the same person. Completely I was like, hold on, isn't that Henry Cavill? Like,
2: mm.
1: <laughs> isn't it a fake His mustache in the film way. or something? <laughs> yeah. And on yeah. the other,
0: and in the film he's just the other way, and he's got yeah, a mustache. It like, me like that, an hour. Three. Who's this?
1: <laughs> it's it's yeah. like, oh yeah, he's got a mustache.
0: <laughs> It. <laughs> viewers viewers will come on next week and Adler will be back but he'll have had a, like a shave he'll have had his hair yeah. cut and be like who the fuck is this I, bloke?
1: I'm pretty sure it's that Canadian bloke but I'm not sure sounds
0: like him yeah. but it doesn't look like
1: him <laughs> all you need is a <laughs> fake moustache if you have that fake nose as well and the glasses just like game over I'm not going to know absolutely who, who um
0: I, I, I mean I, I'm pretty sure there's there's photos of me from various festivals and at various points with like handlebar moustache um, with, with, oh, yeah. with just a moustache as well, I look the same all the time um, there's, there's no it's game around hiding. it for me, it's just, I just look the same all the time um, that's probably a good place for us to finish this week after our uh, various tangents um, ending us on you know Triple X who knows whether that was Xbox or the film that got us there but yeah (laughs) there we go that's what we're finishing out on Um, the vocation beer I will finish on this Um, yeah it was good it was it was kind of it was a nice beer it was a nice flavour the flavour stuck around towards the end of the beer as well Uh, there's a tiny little (laughs) snifter in the bottom still getting or getting much more from the nose now on there the the flavour rather than it being that sweet kind of cola flavour so as I said at the start don't let the nose put you off because the flavour is much better even from that that tiny little drop still getting that combination of very light mint, a little bit of roasted chocolate and the kind of slightly sweet bourbon towards the end Um, it is all there but it's very, very light, which you would expect from a probably more mass-produced <laughs> kind of bit, even if it's a special release, even if it's from someone like Vocation, um, that it is a bit of a watered-down version. Um, you know, if someone like Verdant or or Overtone or a, 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 who's good at Stouts? Someone else that's good at Tartarus had Radio. put together... Put this Brew York had put together a mint chocolate stout not for kind of supermarket release, you could see it being bold and big and viscous and really kind of decadent um, this this lacks that decadence yeah. absolutely, okay. it, it, it is a 12, 12 odd percent beer but you could kind of knock one back at any point and not really be phased by it um, because it just isn't big enough, but okay. fine for the supermarkets, I would
1: think. Yeah, yeah. Something different. Yeah. So Yeah. Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe it's somebody's first barrel-aged edge. You never knew. Oh, now they're a convert.
0: Baby's, baby's first barrel-aged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> In a less condescending tone, Yeah. <laughs>
0: No, I mean it would be it would be a very good place to start. You don't get, uh, you don't get a huge amount from the barrel aging on it that you would get from something like the brew York had done, and, and you know that, that really bring out those kinds of flavors. Um, it's not that present in this. It is that kind of ending, just sort of like oh, there's this as well. Okay, fine, that's gone again. The mint is kind of kicked back in. Um, so. Uh, yes, absolutely. As an entry kind of level of a a two uh, um, kind of digit percentage stout, which has some barrel aging to it, yes, very much. Uh, um, it's a, it's a good pick. Um, if you've drank it, dear listener, viewer, uh, or anything else similar, you want to tell us about it, you can do so on social media at TankedUpCast on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Nova underscore forty seven. Lucy is
1: juicy loose nine
0: and you can go to outoflives.net you can come to our discord you can go to our youtube page to comment on the podcast and tell us what you've been drinking and what you've been playing uh we will shoot you links to the discord if you want to come and join us over there like rate review share tell a friend do all of those things that help spread the word about the podcast and join us each and every week Usually on a Wednesday to come and have a look at the beers that we've been drinking and talk about the games like Coffee Talk Two um, and and the perpetual kind of Vampire Survivors chat that seems yeah. to find its way in almost uh, every couple of episodes, depending on their ridiculous DLC release <sighs> schedule. Because uh, you know that game will, is, as we said the other day, it's the game that keeps on giving. Yes, there will be DLC for that game forever.
1: I hope so. <laughs> um and I will have no qualms about paying for it every time, especially when it's like absolutely. one pound
0: fifty. Yes, completely. Yeah, They'll yeah. have absolutely bankrupt us in about twenty years. Because you suddenly like, Oh, it's one pound fifty every three months, cool. Oh it's one pound fifty every month, that's fine. Oh it's one pound fifty every day. Oh shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Hey, what am I it's cheaper case? than am I...
1: bus pass. Or... yeah
2: That's true.
0: Don't bother commuting to work anymore. Just Ah, stay home and play Vampire Survivors. Pay pay £1.50 a day just to play Vampire Survivors. Done.
1: I mean, if you're sensible, you would have been doing that already.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. I think that's a good, a perfect place for us to say thank you for joining us.
1: Goodbye. Ta-ra. Ciao
2: www.outoflives.net